0: Years ago, two awkwardly shaped boys became best friends. That friendship grew over time. Then the two awkwardly shaped boys became men and got their own radio show.
1: (laughs) What you're listening to right now is
0: two best friends. It's Mikey and
1: Bob. We've never seen each other naked. Not that we don't want to. It it just hasn't happened yet. Welcome to the one KISS Morning Freak Show. Okay. Ooh. Bob, hey, hi. Hi, hi, hi. Hey, man. Another uh, day of this. I'm I'm nice, man. I'm good every day coming in here. I just, I love doing this every day. I love our job. Yeah, still well, still well, so amazed that we get paid for it. Once you get past the initial wake up, I'm good. Yeah. I'm fine. Oh yeah, waking up as early as we do sucks. You you never get used to that. No, People, that, that hurts every day. That's one of that's that's probably top five question I get asked is how do you wake up that early every day, or what time do you wake up to go in and do the show? I mean, number one, obviously for me, being six foot nine is how tall are you? Question number two is do you play basketball? But somewhere around four or five is like what time do you wake up? Right, right. Or how do you get up so early? It's just painful every morning. It's never been easy to wake up at like 3.30. But yeah, once you get out of bed, once you get some coffee, once you get going, you're like, all right, I'm, I'm driving to a happy place. I'm going to see my best friend in the whole world who I grew up together, and we're just going to laugh and, and have fun for four hours. I'm pretty sure that's everybody's wake up, though. No matter what time. Yeah. Like just when that alarm hits. That's true. Like, it doesn't matter if you have to wake up at six, seven. It still hurts. Uh, Christine tweets us here. I've listened to the last two days of the show on podcast. Had difficulty maintaining composure during the whole cat's sweet lovemaking with Bob. Hashtag wrong hole. Uh, Yeah, the other morning when Bob was uh, um, shoveling and salting his driveway so he could make it into this enjoyable job that we have, he heard uh, two cats... What what he described as passionate lovemaking. I mean, it was in accoling. his neighborhood. It was echoing throughout yeah, well, the neighborhood. Well, what was the uh, cat noise again? You were making. Roar! Roar! Yeah, I, I believe you too because that's spot on what you said the cat noises were a couple days ago when we started the show. Oh yeah, I don't. It's haunting. Yeah, and then somebody sent us a YouTube video that I I think actually has like three million views, just called Cat Wrong Hole. So. <laughs> One's a little more aggressive. So this is now two shows this week. Which we've started with uh, cat passion noises. It's no wonder we have fun in here, you know. I mean, when, we're pros. When you can put yeah. up on the scoreboard like we do, five shows a week, right? Five live shows a week. Yeah. yeah two yeah. of those have started with cat passion noises. Uh, there was a tweet here from Sarah. <laughs> listening to yesterday's show on the iHeartRadio app when my wild three-year-old son goes, Oh, those guys are loud. I like them. You're reaching all the demographics. Look at that, man. That's right. Start them young and bring them along the whole way. They will learn life lessons listening to our show. That's just true. They already know what cat passion noises sound like. (laughs) Actually that that's from the video called Cat Wrong Hole. Oh, so yeah, I don't know yeah. if that. Bob, go ahead. You make your cat passionate. <laughs> yeah. And we we are pretty loud. I will give the 3-year-old that. Uh but there is also a lot of education on the show too, like we just displayed by uh a cat mating calls. A lot of life lessons. Once again, yeah, you'll learn a lot. You'll learn a lot on our show. Not so much like uh, stuff that can be taught in school, though. We're not talking book smarts here. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, though, because on yesterday's show, we were doing a full breakdown of a uh, space project at Penn State where they were trying to convert human feces uh, for the space program so astronauts can eat their own poop. I felt like that was pretty much the science corner of our show yesterday. That was outstanding. It really was. And, I mean, your sacrifice, you putting it out there that you'll go and yeah. be the person that tests this technology. Yeah, by the way, nobody from Penn State or NASA contacted me yesterday when I offered for three weekends a year to drive from Pittsburgh to Penn State to eat my own poop for the space program. No response. It's a damn shame. I got I got plenty. Of, I got over 120,000 followers on Twitter, you know? I mean, let's go. Let's get to, I'll I'll have a whole social media plan behind it. I just want to eat my own poop for the space program. That's it. My man, live his dream. See, so maybe we do make loud noises on the show. Uh, Maybe we do talk about animal mating and play noises of animals mating a lot on the show. But I'm telling you, there is some sort of uh, educational part of the show, too. Education and goodwill, you know. You're sacrificing yourself. Yeah. For the betterment of the world. Uh, I don't think I am, though, because, again, nobody from Penn State or NASA contacted me yesterday saying, hey, are you the guy who wants to eat their own poop for the space program? Come on. We'll pay you. I didn't hear anything. Chaz tweets us here. Oh, this is a picture from inside an airplane. He's right. He's about to take off. Heading to Florida. Please give me a good show to listen to on my flight. Keep you updated on any crazy Florida stories. Uh, Well, we always say, you know, on the show we do cover a lot of weird Florida stories. For whatever reason, Florida is just that state. It's just a mess. Always uh, different weird stories coming out of uh, Florida. And we always tell people if they're like, oh, listening to you guys in Florida or going to Florida like Chaz is right now, about to uh, take off. We always say, I mean, there's two major rules for when you go down to Florida. Uh, Don't do hard drugs, which could really be a rule anywhere, but especially down in Florida. And don't get naked in public. I mean, uh, you, other than that, you're pretty good. You pass those two, you're fine. I mean, you, you can't guarantee anybody around you's not going to do either either of those, and if they do, just run. Uh, you can you can find other ways to get arrested in Florida, but I feel like those are the two main things right there. Like most weird Florida stories have to do with people doing hard drugs and then getting naked, and that's really all it takes. So once you avoid those two, like once you can once you can navigate through that. I'm pretty sure you're pretty good then. Do we have any Florida stories on the show today, then? Uh, hold on, let me get to this one. Mm, for okay, quick. <laughs> <Hold> on. <laughs> I already got one here. Hold on, for Chad. Attention, all listeners of the Freak Show. Yeah. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State.
2: Yes, yes.
1: it happened again.
3: It's, it's another Florida, Florida story.
1: A uh, Florida man was arrested after police say he broke into a garage and used the homeowner's uh, utilities to make coffee. The homeowner came home, noticed the door to the garage was open and damaged. Uh, police say uh, that the uh, at the time the homeowner came home, they saw a man later identified as Raymond Fur inside. Ray Fur, and he was making coffee. This was in Treasure Island, Florida. I mean, coffee is delicious, though. I love coffee. I don't think I could actually survive and do this radio show every morning without coffee. Maybe Ray was just at that point in his day. Ray Fur. Ray. Ray Fur couldn't take it anymore. What a headline right there. Ray Fur breaks into Florida home and makes coffee. Uh, he's in the garage. Why the hell do they have a coffee maker a in the garage? garage? While he was in the uh, garage, uh, Ray Fur was unlawfully using the victim's utilities to have the lights on and make coffee. When he was caught by the police, he also had a pair of scissors on him, upping the charge to armed burglary. He was also charged with criminal mischief and theft. So... There you go, Chaz, headed down to Florida listening to our show on the plane right now. Uh, Don't break into anybody's garage with a pair of scissors and try to make yourself coffee. No drugs, no nudity in that one, too. You just never know. Just had a hankering for the coffee. Hey, good for Ray for keeping his pants on. I know. With a name like Ray Fur, you would have thought he would have been naked, right? (laughs) Well, he's pantsless. I want a naked Ray Fur so bad. I wanted him to be naked in that story. Naked uh, bottom NASCAR shirt on top. (laughs) Why a NASCAR That's shirt? That's how I picture him. Got to be from the early '90s, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh right? yeah. Like a Dale Earnhardt. I'm trying to think of any other NASCAR drivers from the early '90s. When when did uh, Dick Trickle race NASCAR? Ray Fur with the Dick Trickle shirt on, <laughs> drinking your garage coffee, and no pants at all. Uh, mm. Tweet here from Amy. Uh, really peeved that I woke up at 5.45 today, an hour before my alarm, But at least I get an extra hour of Mikey and Bob. That sucks when you wake up before your alarm. Can't go back to sleep? Yeah. Especially or, an hour before. That's just that's just stupid. Like, I've been in such a, a, a sleepy, like, sleepwalking, whatever the hell it is, that I've woken up, like, an hour before and actually taken a shower <laughs> and not realized what time it was till I got out of the shower. Just get all ready, and you're just like, all right. Yeah, you can't go back to bed there. No, yeah. Just like, oh, my alarm should have went off about 15 minutes from now. Uh, where's the uh, topless lady at here? Uh, like Fresno, California area. Okay. Now, let me give you the story. Uh, woman says she was under the influence of drugs when she got topless and uh, was stopping traffic at a busy intersection. Uh, video of her already over 50,000 views online, a middle-aged woman in the intersection with just a bra and sweatpants on. After she takes a few steps towards the people that were recording the incident, she takes off her bra. About 10 seconds later, I mean, this was poor planning on her part, there is a sheriff's cruiser parked right at the light at the intersection. Staring right at her. Like, she's at a busy intersection. There's a sheriff's cruiser parked right there. So after about 10 seconds of her with her bra off, uh, the sheriff turns their lights on, And uh, arrest her. She was booked on suspicion of being under the influence of narcotics, indecent exposure, and resisting arrest. So uh, there were people who were actually recording it and almost doing play-by-play as this uh, this uh, naked lady uh, was just kind of high in the intersection. Uh, You gotta get out of the road, girl. To get out of the road, girl. Well,
0: she was back Dude, and forth. she's totally coming towards our car. Oh, and she doesn't look good. Lucky thing. Oh, I the got sheriff's right off. there, oh, though. She's going to take them off now. Oh. She just took her bra off.
1: I mean, what a setup that is. Just like, <laughs> oh, the sheriff's right there. Oh, looks like oh. she's coming towards them. Oh, she's taking her bra off. Oh. Those are her d on Henderson. oh. There's a sheriff right there. Damn it. Oh, my God.
0: It's a big ass bra. Them some big ass
1: <laughs> that's it like, right there. The passenger seat just like that's a big ass bra. <laughs> it's a big ass bra. <laughs> well, them some big ass. <laughs> oh my god. that's a big ass bra. <laughs> them some big ass. D- <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I just I I get. Just, she's just high. She's wearing sweatpants yeah, and yeah. she's got her bra on. And got, That's a big ass bra. <laughs> and then, of course, the follow-up to that is that she takes the bra off. Is the guy is just like, oh, those are some, some big ass? You know what? All right, you want the rest of it here? There's more. Everybody in <laughs> town is gonna see this. Finally, turns his face on. He's right. like, "Hey,
0: put your <laughs> down."
1: Yeah. So the uh, the the sheriff. Turns the lights on now because the sheriff's sitting there in the cruiser. It's basically happening right in front of him at the intersection. She's leaving her bra there. You want to get it for her? (laughs) She's leaving her bra there. That guy loves the bra, man. (laughs) I know. Like, that guy definitely wanted to go get the bra after that lady took it off. She's leaving her bra there. That's a big ass bra. Big ass bra. Want to go get it? (laughs) Believe no. That happened in uh, California. <laughs> Your shot to win $1,000 coming up around 710. We also have Kendrick Lamar tickets around 730. Stick around, it's Mikey and Bob. Following tweet, the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Uh, Cassandra tweets here Mikey and Bob have already had me in tears twice this morning. Listening to them. Well, we have fun here. At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. You know, we we're just playing the uh, video of the lady who uh, took her bra off at the intersection in California. She was high on drugs. Yeah. Uh, Andrew tweets us here. Did you guys see what was in the background of the woman stopping traffic video? Mattress firm. I feel like that's happened to Mattress Firm a couple times. I mean, there is a Mattress Firm on every corner, so it does surprise I, There's me. so many Mattress Firm's around, but I've I've seen another video. I want to say it was like down south somewhere. Where somebody was flipping out, like swearing at cops, like standing on the top of their car. There it is. And there was a mattress firm in the background. Yeah, Mattress mattress firm. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's a thing. Uh, WPXI this morning had a couple of interesting local stories. This from uh, Washington County. New this morning, a Washington County man arrested for breaking into his ex's apartment and stealing snacks. Why not? You go for the snacks. Nothing else. No electronics. No, it went for the snacks. You know she's buying good snacks, though. You know, you know what she's got. That's got to be top-notch snacks. Yeah.
2: According to police, Deshaun Barfield broke a window to get inside the California Terrace home. The crime happened Monday. Police say this guy stole some crackers, candy, and drinks. <laughs> fought with the cops crackers. trying to arrest him.
1: Okay. Why are you taking the crackers? I was wrong about the snacks. Crackers are not a good snack. Crackers are, I don't even feel like crackers are a legit snack. It's no. just something you eat. I, I wouldn't consider, nobody enjoys crackers. Nobody likes crackers. Unless you get wild with it, you got like easy cheese or something like that, but nobody's just eating plain crackers. That dude's a scavenger. He wasn't there for the good snacks. Ah, uh, this happened in Westmoreland County from uh, WPXI.
2: I New this morning a Westmoreland County man is charged with hitting a woman with a cell phone. Uh,
1: not good, right there.
2: Then setting her pants on fire.
1: And we don't need to light her pants on fire. When now her pants on fire. Like she wasn't wearing the pants. This was in 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 the home where they were living. Whatever he went and then lit her pants on fire after hitting her with the cell phone.
2: State police were called to break up the fight in St. Clair Township. Police arrested William Teeter. He's charged oh, with on. throwing the phone at the victim. He's also charged with arson for setting a pair of her sweatpants
1: on fire why do you need to light the sweatpants on fire willie teeter come on willie teeter (laughs) ladies and gentlemen welcome to the stage his sweatpants are on fire so there's only one thing he can do is take them off for you either take them off or they'll burn off dancing for you tonight in westmoreland county willie teeter (laughs) willie i would listen i would watch a willie teeter exotic dancer Oh yeah, especially pants on fire. Yeah, ladies' if, pants. Are if you could deny, if you could promise me, fire tricks this is a hot crotch. Uh, Fox and the NFL have agreed to a five-year, three billion-dollar deal for Thursday Night Football. Yeah, Fox will televise eleven games between weeks four and fifteen uh, for the next few years. A five-year. $3 billion deal for Thursday Night Football. For those people saying like, oh, the NFL's dying off, just like, nope, the NFL's fine. Yeah, you can you can really look at the NFL ratings and be like, oh, yeah, they, they, you know, they're down a little bit here, they're down a little bit there, or not as yeah. many people watch uh, the AFC title game as they did the year before. You can break down all that. And then when you look at the real things that matter, Fox just spent $3 billion on for just crappy Thursday night football. No one even likes Thursday night football. Uh, The players hate it because they don't think it's enough time to even get their body ready. They say it's a, you know, a health thing, a safety thing. Roger Goodell keeps shooting that down because he looks at the statistics and the statistics say, oh, there aren't any more injuries, you know, because of Thursday night games. Like he looks at the overall statistics and go, well, this is how many people got injured this year. This is how many people got injured, you know, the year before. And he's saying Thursday night football doesn't have anything to do with that. Oh, well, Andy looks at three billion dollars. Yeah, but don't you just don't you just talk to the players though? Like, couldn't he just ask the players because no player likes Thursday night football? Uh, he doesn't care. That's and neither do the owners. That's what I'm saying. Like, everybody's getting their check. Nobody cares. Like the, all the players say Thursday night football's bad. If they really care about our health, we got to stop. We got to stop playing Thursday night football. And Goodell's like, eh, I can pull some stats out of my ass that say, no, you're you're you guys are all going to be okay. And they're like, yeah, but we don't like it, and it's Just like it's health. not good for our bodies. And Goodell's like, we put in the concussion protocol. What are you guys talking about health? We we're taking precautions. Five years, three billion dollars. Yeah that's how this all happens five years three billion dollars and fox gets uh thursday night football which uh, you know for the most part every now and then you'll get like a steelers ravens game that'll mean something but for the most part thursday night football games are just garbage like thursday night and monday night football are usually garbage games sunday night that's that's the sunday night's the big one yeah That's the one they move everything to. But Thursday and Monday are usually just, uh, yeah, because they can flex the the Sunday night games. Mm -hmm. Uh, They don't do that with with Thursday and Monday night football. They look at the schedule at the beginning of the season, they place them there, and it's just like, well, we thought the Raiders were going to be good, but here they are, you know, three and nine playing a Monday night football game or a Thursday night football game, and it's just crap. The NFL does not care about player safety. Why? Five years, $3 billion dollars. Uh, Right now, it is time for Today in Freak Show History, brought to us by Moe's Southwest Grill. Welcome to Moe's. Here we go.
3: Today in in Freak 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 Show show History. 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 Today Today in Freak Freak
1: Show History. Today in Freak Show History, History, we take you back a couple years. This was such a good one. We love making fun of the news when they uh, cover things like this, like what are the teens doing? Uh, This is a news report on secret teen emoji code. Mm. Such a good one. Most
2: of us use the smiley face emoji. Yeah. That's probably the most common one. Okay. That usually means one thing. You're happy about something. But to young people, emojis Uh-oh. can mean different things. And cyber experts say kids are starting to use some as a secret code. Oh, oh just don't, don't
1: do this. Just stop. Secret code. Stop the report right now
2: before you embarrass yourself. <laughs> don't do this. And we as parents can't necessarily figure out. Okay,
1: are you ready to figure out some teen secret code? <laughs> are they speaking emoji language? A flower. You think oh. that's just a flower? Means you want to bring your mother flowers. Yeah, sure, flower. Nothing uh-huh. wrong with a flower. What's a flower mean in teen emoji code though? Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. It can
2: also mean drugs.
3: Oh, oh, god. oh god! Oh god, it means drugs! Make it stop! It means drugs! It means drugs! Emoji code! Oh, no one is safe! The drugs are out! Teen drugs!
1: <laughs> emoji drugs!
2: Yes, this can mean drugs. In the secret code... All right, can we stop now? Are we done? ...coded world of emojis. Let's show another one here. Don't do it. Don't do it anymore. Don't
1: do it anymore. We have two eyeballs here. I'm watching you. Okay, two eyeballs, two eyeballs. I'm watching you, okay? We're always
2: worried about sexting. This can also mean send me naked pictures of you. Oh, my gosh. Oh,
1: no. Please send nudes. Send nudes. Two eyeballs means please send nudes. Please send nudes. So if you get a text today yeah that's a flower with two eyeballs oh god it means please send nudes let's do drugs oh god teen emoji language <laughs> uh tonight on fox is the show uh the four which we've been watching we enjoy it it's got yeah. diddy dj Khaled on it megan trainer hosted by fergie and it's got this guy charlie walk on it too who is uh the head of republic records Well, Charlie Walk, if you guys haven't seen this, uh, president of Republic Group, Republic Records, uh, has been facing some accusations of sexual harassment from a former employee. This originally started uh, Tristan Coopersmith, was her name, said she worked with Charlie Walk, who's on the show The Four and uh, runs Republic Records. Um, uh, She was working with Charlie Walk. This was from uh, July of 2004 to August 2005. He made unwanted advances, sexual misconduct, ...that uh, she endured while working with him uh, for a little over a year. Yeah. Uh, She wrote, you gave me opportunities beyond my wildest imagination. However, you also made me feel sick to my stomach almost every day. Um, There are accusations against Walk, who, despite being married with children... uh, ...would routinely proposition the then 27-year-old employee... ...making lewd comments, um, sending lewd messages... She even recounted a story where she was at an event at his house when he cornered her, pushed her into his bedroom onto his bed. Uh, She said, you being drunk and me being six inches taller was my only saving grace. So that came out, um, I want to say, even last week, right? Yeah. Then on Tuesday, a second woman came and published their allegations against Walk anonymously because I guess she's still in the industry. She claimed that Charlie Walk made inappropriate comments on pictures she would post on social media invited her to hotel rooms and more she also claimed that he once sent her an inappropriate text on wednesday yesterday a third woman a former marketing executive at republic accused walk of sending her sexually explicit images uh via snapchat oh no and tried to lure her into a los angeles hotel room so there's that and then the update from um yesterday According to Deadline, Charlie Walk's been fired from The Four on Fox. Yeah, he's done there. And now let, let me go with full disclosure here. Our company at iHeartRadio has a stake in this show because mm-hmm. the winner of The Four becomes an iHeartRadio on-the-verge artist. So I'm sure whoever wins The Four, which, by the way, I like the show. It's a good show. Yeah, I like the show, I too. I love Diddy and Khaled, and I love the format of how that show is set up where they started with Four and then other people come on and try to, uh, try to knock them off. Um, so whoever wins that show, I'm sure will be playing their their songs on different iHeartRadio stations because they become an iHeartRadio on the verge artist. So full disclosure there. But according to Deadline, Charlie Walk's been fired from the show. How angry do you think like Diddy is about this? Like Khaled, like oh, Meghan yeah. Trainor, yeah, yeah. I mean, like they went all in on this. There's only a couple episodes left too. Like this is wrapping up the season here. Well, it's on tonight on Fox. The four. And apparently Charlie Walk will be on tonight's episode because it was pre-taped. But then, is the, I think the finale's next week, and I don't think he's going to be on that. Uh, Fox has not yet disclosed how it's going to address the decision on the air, or if it's just going to replace him. I mean, they have to say something, right? This guy's been on the show. There's, you know, it's DJ Khaled, it's Diddy. It's Megan Trainer, and it's this Charlie Walk guy. Like, he was the industry guy. Right. He was the record label guy. He's who, the fourth judge. Yeah. Um. So he was the industry guy, and now he's just not going to be there? I mean, uh, tonight he will be because the episode was pre-taped. Right. If they just move on to, like, nothing happened, that's just weird. And listen, they're not going to spend a lot of time on it. So when Charlie Walk's gone and they don't, according to deadline, he's off the show. So what do they come? Is that how they open the finale of the four? Be like, oh, by the way, uh, Charlie's not here. Charlie stepped it down out of uh, you know the Me Too movement. Got him. Uh, apparently, he's been doing. You know, they're not going to go into details, and it's not going to be like a a five minute segment on what Charlie did. No, it's just going to be like, oh, Charlie's not here for the finale. Sorry. It's crazy, man. How fast these things come out, and. Yeah something like you know Fox and this big show and they're all in on it and it's just like you almost have to do so much looking into a person's past now you know if you're that person you gotta just if you're that Charlie Watt guy you gotta use common sense like you're gonna be showcased on this show now it's just like so you're saying like you you think he should have known he knows he's a dirtbag you know he knows what he did like, he should have known that this was going to come out. So you probably think he, he just was, like, yeah. just quiet about it yeah. or something like hoping that. Hoping it and wouldn't. Hoping it wouldn't come out, but, like, in nowadays, like, today's day and age, like, if you've done these things in the past, especially if there's proof of it or if there's, you know, multiple women coming. It's not like there's just one. Like, no. one started it, now we're up to three. It'll just keep going. You think so? Yeah. Well, either way, it looks like he's off the fore. Uh Again, it's on tonight on uh, Fox Uh, So you guys can check it out. But uh, the finale will be next week. It'll be interesting to see how they handle it. But according to Deadline, Charlie Walk's been fired from uh, the four. John tweets us here about uh, Havana. Similar to the Jeff Reed deal. Okay, let me explain this for people who don't know yet. There's the part in the uh, Camila Cabello Young Thug song Havana where Young Thug says, Jeff Reed. He calls himself Jeffrey, but we think it really sounds like former Steelers kicker Jeff Reed.
3: Uh,
1: he says, similar to the uh, Jeffrey, Jeff Reed deal, I thought there's something about his manners was there's something about his nanas. All right. Yeah, the lyric is there's something about his manners. Right, right. But it kind of does sound like nanas. There's something about his manners. Uh-huh. That could be nanas something about his nanas I don't know if I'm going I don't know if I'm going to be able to unhear that now something about his nanas Jeff Reed what are uh what would the man nanas be though like if we're talking about male nanas what are the man nanas <laughs> it could be a couple different things right the mananas <laughs> male nanas mm-hmm. I don't know what that would be Couple options on the board, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get down to Florida for the grenade launcher story. Here we go. Attention, all listeners of the Freak Show. Oh, yeah. It's time to travel to the
3: Sunshine
1: uh, State. Yeah. Yes.
3: It happened again.
2: Here's it's another Florida story.
1: Always weird things happening down in Florida. Manatee County deputies responding to a Goodwill store
2: after staff members make a bizarre discovery. What do
0: we got there? Inside any Goodwill store, you're bound to find old clothes, used books, and toys. But how about a grenade launcher?
1: Only in Florida, man. I, mean, what I am setup. telling you, only in Florida could something like this happen. <laughs> old clothes <laughs> and toys. But how about a grenade launcher? Well, we're in Florida. We found a damn grenade launcher at a goodwill
0: that's the shocking item staff at a manatee county store discovered last week
1: all right so you're thinking all right it's, it must be an old grenade launcher that doesn't work you know obviously yeah, it yeah. doesn't have grenades in it or anything you'd think how
0: is that even possible uh, good question i've seen some crazy off-the-wall things but yeah. no
1: <laughs> especially down in florida florida yep. some crazy things a grenade
0: launcher loaded yep. with a live grenade
1: oh <laughs> it's loaded with a live grenade too ready to go See, I know you were all thinking like, oh, it's just got to be some old rusty doesn't work grenade launcher. Oh, no, it was loaded with a live grenade at a Goodwill. Arriving
0: in a group of donated items. Employees initially didn't recognize the weapon.
1: How don't you throw the flag on a freaking grenade launcher? What did you think it was? And send it here
0: to Goodwill's Bargain Barn in Sarasota. Staff called Manatee County deputies who locked the active grenade away.
1: I mean, If there is one state that does not need somebody random getting their hands on a grenade launcher, it's Florida. At the Bargain Barn. In hazmat storage. Who's
2: going to buy that? And if they are, why are they going
0: to buy that?
1: Actually, uh, I would probably say 85% of Florida residents would walk into a Goodwill and see a live grenade launcher and buy it. Uh, Uh, Yeah. Who's not going to buy that down in Florida is the real question. Goodwill
0: doesn't know who donated the grenade launcher. Now, that's
1: another question too. Who has a grenade launcher and is just like, you know what? I don't need this anymore. I'm gonna do the good thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna donate it to Goodwill. It's like I've outgrown these these <laughs> jeans and the shirt, and I'll just take the grenade launcher with me too and donate it. Just doing a little uh, clean. You know, it's cleaning out the garage. Donated an old bike that I don't use. Couple of old tools. Grenade launcher with live grenade. But
0: their staff is trained to ID and dispose hazardous donations. Yeah. We would never want to put any of our, our customers or employees at any safety
1: risk at all. Yeah, well, c- I mean, do they course. really have to make that statement? Of course. How does a live grenade launcher sneak past of Florida donations of goodwill? You just chalk it up to Florida and keep it. Moving. I'm just glad, though. I'm really honestly glad they caught it. <laughs> because down in Florida, man, that was a big-time Florida story waiting to happen. Yep, yep. Grenade launcher gets into the wrong hands, fired inside Goodwill. Somebody does some hard drugs, gets naked, just, oh. you know, starts shooting grenades at people. Florida making the show once again. The Good Morning America Logan Paul interview with Michael Strahan just there. Mmm. Logan Paul is the uh, YouTuber. He's really popular. And Remember he filmed the uh, suicide forest like an actual person hanging from a tree and there was a whole backlash. This was the uh, promo for Good Morning America. GMA this morning, Logan Paul, social media star with
2: millions upon millions of followers and fans. In his first interview since all the backlash and his online apology. Now, what Logan Paul wants you to know. This morning, the Michael Strahan
1: exclusive only on GMA. I eat crap, right, Logan Paul? Like like eat crap good morning America too. I just hate the media. A stray hand exclusive. I just I just hate how we do this stuff. Like this kid who does have like, you know, uh, he's a huge YouTuber. Plenty of kids watching him. He filmed somebody hanging from a tree. Obviously there's backlash from that.
3: Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah.
1: He gets that. And it's like Hey, Good Morning America probably just outbid the Today Show for right. the interview. They probably had to pay Logan Paul yep. to get him on there. The and exclusive. they're going for the ratings grab and the headline of this is how Logan Paul reacted, you know? Serious voice It's guy, just feeding into guy. all of it, you oh, know? God. Yeah. That's just where we're at. Oh, uh, we got a naked guy in Harrisburg? Oh. We do. <laughs> All right, this is over by uh, Harrisburg. See what we got here. Well, police say a burglary suspect accidentally tipped them off to his crime this morning. All right, wait, hold on. Burglary suspect uh-huh. tipped the cops off to his own crime? Uh, yeah yeah. The police say they got a hang-up call from 28-year-old Brendan Weaver. All right. They say the call came from the Effort of Review newspaper building on Main Street. Wait, this guy was burglarizing... This building and called 911 accidentally on himself? Uh, yeah. Officers arrived, found a broken glass door, and Weaver in a hallway inside. They arrested Weaver, who they say was naked and clearly (laughs) under the influence of a controlled substance. Man, I don't know how you can do hard drugs. I, I I just don't know how you could do hard drugs you and end so, up in a situation like this. So high, you call call nine one one on yourself. Yeah, naked. Like, what are you doing naked in an office yeah, building why, anyway? Why take your clothes off? Why? why, why what, what point do the clothes come off? I am so scared of hard drugs, man. Like I would never do hard drugs, just because we have heard so many stories of people just doing. You know, cops like, find you naked. I did cocaine. Next thing you know, I'm naked in just an office building, and I accidentally somehow called nine one one on myself. Just let them know I'm here. My butt cheeks are out. <laughs> Come get me. How confused do the cops have to be too? Like, you just get a random 911 call, for, and you're just, like, thinking, like, oh, gosh, what, is somebody, like, hurt? Is somebody in danger? Like, they just called 911, and they can't even talk right now because somebody maybe has a, a, a gun on them or, or something like that. They don't know what they're going into. Rush to the scene. This guy's just lounging around naked. These poor first responders, they're, they're hoping for, for the best, and I guess they get the best. It's just a high guy naked out of his mind who accidentally called 911 on himself while he was burglarizing a building out by uh, Harrisburg. Mikey and Bob, it is the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. It's Bruno Mars and Cardi B, finesse. Uh, Cardi B is in the new uh, Amazon commercial that's going to be uh, running for the Super Bowl. I kind of like the way Super Bowl commercials are handled now. Uh, just most companies, for the most part, will put all their Super Bowl commercials, if they're going to pay what even it is. I don't even know what it is for a Super Bowl commercial. Five ten million dollars now, right? For like a thirty second commercial, uh, they just post them online because they get more mileage out of it. Then, so you can already go look and see most of the commercials that are going to air during the game on Sunday already. So Alexa, uh, the Amazon you know speaker, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a commercial where uh, Alexa's voice goes out in Austin. It's sixty degrees with a. Ch- <laughs> Alexa? Amazon's Alexa lost her voice this morning. We
0: have the replacements ready. Just say the word.
1: All right, so Cardi B is one of the replacements featured in the uh, commercial. Alexa, how far is Mars?
3: Okay. How far is Mars? Well, how am I supposed to know? I've never been there. This guy want to go to Mars. <laughs> For what? There's not even oxygen there.
2: Alexa, play some country music.
3: Okay. Don't dance now. <laughs> I make money moves. No, no, Alexa.
2: Country
1: music.
3: Let. <laughs> All
1: right, so that's some Cardi B is going to be the uh, Alexa voice, and then there's uh, one where it goes to uh, Rebel Wilson.
3: Yeah, yeah. doing
1: the uh, Alexa. She's the Alexa voice. She's in a bathtub. Here's this one. Alexa, set the mood. Now setting the mood.
3: You're in the bush, and you're just so dirty <laughs> and it's so sweaty
2: because it's hot in that bush. Alexa, rebush, re reboot.
1: <laughs> rebush, reboot. <laughs> The so Rebel Wilson pretty just guy. in a bathtub doing the Alexa voice. You're in a bush, and you're just so dirty. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. There's a couple other people in it too, but that'll air, uh, I'm sure, on Sunday. Or you know what's you know what's funny too is like. Companies don't even actually have to buy ads that run on Sunday during the game. They can just say, "oh, Super Bowl ads, put it out there. Just post it on YouTube and be like, here's our Super Sunday ad or big game commercial. Right. That's all they really need to do at this point. Um, If there is one company who has the money to buy uh, ads for Sunday, though, it's Amazon. Uh, Yeah, yeah, they're doing pretty good for themselves. Cody tweets us here. I don't know why he's just uh, hearing this or seeing this now. This is on the show yesterday. Oh, my. That Florida Georgia line promo you guys did is the funniest thing I've ever heard. You guys are the best. Uh, yeah, we were playing this yesterday. We uh, we cut some promos for the country station, Big 1047. <laughs> like, to run on our station, though, right? So this was the Florida Georgia Line one if you missed this yesterday. We've got more hit music coming up on Kiss. But if you're in the mood for something a little more country... Hi, we're Florida Georgia Line. I'm Florida, and I'm Georgia Line. We're definitely not Mikey and Bob. I'm Georgia Line, and I'm Florida. Again, not Mikey and Bob. Head over to Big 104.7. That's a good one right there, right? Mm -hmm. So now, if if you're listening to our station, but you also like country music, right? Big 104.7. So we want to encourage you, if you like country music, Big 104.7 in Pittsburgh. That's your country station, right? If you miss this one. We've got more hit music coming up next on 96.1 KISS. But when you want country music... Hi, I'm Jason Aldean. And it's me, Carrie Underwood. We are definitely not Mikey and Bob. (laughs) Be sure to check out Big 104.7. So if you're just listening to us, like our show and our station, wouldn't that convince you? Right? Big I mean 104.7 for your country. There those you are go. huge country artists there. <laughs> it is. They got it on lockdown, man. I'm telling you. Big 104.7 to get big stars like that. Jason Aldean, Carrie Underwood, Florida Georgia Line to cut those promos for our station. That's big time right there. So if you like country, Big <laughs> 104.7 is, uh, is your place in Pittsburgh. Uh, remember this Friday, Justin Timberlake. It's all about Timberlake. Like his new album's coming out. Of course, he's playing Super Bowl halftime show. Uh, this Friday, 8 p.m., exclusively here on 96 One Kiss and the iHeartRadio app, we bring you the Justin Timberlake album preview as Justin uh, takes you behind, you know, the process of writing his new album, uh, Man of the Woods, mm-hmm. and uh, takes you behind some of the songs. You'll get to hear the album, Justin Timberlake iHeartRadio album preview. You can hear it right here on 96 One Kiss uh, Friday at 8 p.m. And also, it is an iHeartRadio all access free preview weekend. Friday through Sunday, which means you will have access to every feature on the iHeartRadio app. Now, the iHeartRadio app is free to download. Right. 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 You can listen to thousands of radio stations for free. You can listen to our daily podcast. Uh, like, you can do, you can listen to different things for free. Right. Yeah. You can listen to our podcast free. But there are other features that you need iHeartRadio all access, right? Pay the monthly fee. Right. You will have all access this weekend Friday through Sunday you can do everything you want on the iHeartRadio app so if you have a subscription to another like streaming service whatever just try out the iHeartRadio app free you might like it better if you're paying for some other app you know what I'm saying yep yep plus you get tons of free stuff anyway so the iHeartRadio all access free preview weekend Friday through Sunday and Friday at 8pm the album preview with uh, Justin Timberlake I don't know how this situation goes down. Do we know why there were 85 plumbers flying on one flight? Seems a little suspicious. Is there some sort of plumbers convention happening? They all took one plane? One plane, 85 plumbers, and what do you think happens on the flight? A Norwegian airliner was forced to
0: turn around because of all things toilet trouble. And get this, dozens of plumbers happened to be on that plane, but they could not fix it. The flight took off from Oslo
1: Saturday morning heading for Germany. All right, so you have 85 plumbers on a plane and the toilets have some issues. Drains, clogs, backed up logs. Matt Mertz? We do. We need Matt Mertz up in the skies there. Uh, The CEO of uh, some plumbing company, I can't even pronounce because it's German, had 65 plumbers on board. (laughs) They said uh, there's a good atmosphere on the plane with the irony about the broken toilets. Norwegian engineers ended up fixing the toilets after the plane uh, landed three and a half hours later. The
0: potty problems began 20 minutes into the
1: flight. Eighty five plumbers actually were on board. I mean, how insane is that? Eighty five plumbers. The one flight where the toilet breaks is the plumber flight. But they couldn't fix it. But they were no help
0: because the work needed to be done from the outside of the plane. Yeah,
1: they weren't about to go outside the plane while it's in flight and fix the toilet. No. Isn't that weird the, that you have to fix the toilet from the outside? Does that Do you mean just the toilet goo was leaking out of the plane? Well, I guess you probably have to go like underneath the plane or something to, to, to the toilet hatch. That's probably what was clogged, maybe. I don't know. The
0: flight landed, and engineers were brought in to fix things.
1: Now you know why you can never get a plumber. All yeah. 85 of them in the whole country were on this one plane. That might be. Some sort of plumber's convention or something, but drains, clogs, backed up logs. Matt Mertz, if you're in the Pittsburgh area, you ever go to the bathroom on a plane? Like, uh, no, I do everything in my willpower to avoid it. I don't right. really fit in a plane bathroom. Well, that's what I was gonna say too. Like, I am so tall, I'm six foot nine. Like, if I have to. I'll I'll number one on a plane. Yeah, I can number one. But even then, I don't even like getting out of my seat on a plane. I just like getting the flight over with. I'll sleep if I need to. But I'm telling you, I will plan out like my meals and make sure, like plan out how much coffee I'm drinking. Yeah, I will yeah. do everything. I'll plan it out for two days before I have to fly. Yep. I'll plan out everything in my power. To not number two on a plane. Like, I can't even imagine what would happen if I did number two. Especially, like, an emergency one that you can't fight off? What would you do? Could Uh, you physically fit in an airport bathroom? Like an airplane bathroom. Airplane yoga or something. (laughs) I feel like you would have to sit on the toilet and then... Like, I feel like I would have to put my legs on the wall. Yeah, I think that's the only way. You know what I'm saying? That's the only way. Hey, you want to talk about taking a squatty (laughs) potty to the next level. Could you see me in an (laughs) air... It's like I'm in a tiny closet, man. I have to I'd have Spider-Man to be, in the wall. I'd have to be like this. Bad I'd Spider-Man. Ha, I'd have to be sitting like this with my legs probably on the airport bathroom wall. Oh God, I hope I never have to poop on a plane. <laughs> like I'm, I'm already done. Like I don't ever want to do it. But now that I'm talking about the it, door I, I'm starting somehow. to get like anxiety. Oh my gosh, and I just tumble out. <laughs> fall my t- open. Look like a baby giraffe just coming out of the the mother <laughs> giraffe. Oh gosh. Probably have goo on me too. Probably covered in birth juices. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. I knew I wasn't going to fit. I'm sorry. This is why I don't poop on airplanes. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey and Bob, it is the uh, 96 One Kiss Morning Freak Show. It is not too early for fish right now, no, is it Bob? No. No. I'm uh, all in. We have to say thank you to our boy, Chef Thomas, at uh, Get-Go. What they got at GetGo? What they got at GetGo? What they got at GetGo? this month uh chef thomas just uh showed up with some uh gecko treats and thank you to everybody that works at the uh carnegie gecko yeah yeah right down the street here for making us the uh nice treats this morning so with fish fry season right around the corner right oh i can't wait for fish fry fridays uh the captain is back at gecko that's the uh <sighs> sorry oh, sorry I, uh, sorry we we're just that's the beer battered cod. We're just eating. <laughs> so the captain, their fish sandwich at Gecko is back. And then I'm telling you, this one's the game changer. They have another sandwich or sub called The Skipper. Yeah. Eight golden yingling beer battered shrimp with lettuce pickles in a Cajun inspired go-go sauce. Yes. They have go go sauce at Gecko it's that so you good. can get on the uh the Skipper now. It's it so, is good. so good. I'm all about it. Like, the captain's good. That's the fish sandwich. That's the staple right there. Skipper, though. It took one bite, and I'm just like, yes. Yep, that's it. This is magic. I like that go-go sauce, too, man. what they got at get-go? Go-go sauce. Go-go sauce. Uh, Penguins back at it tomorrow. They'll take on the uh, Washington Capitals. Friday night games at home are always fun, man, right? Friday and Saturday night games, because you know adults can do drinking a lot of people don't work the next day and you get the caps on top of that a lot of people won't actually leave the game early to uh to beat the traffic on a friday or saturday night game uh yeah penguins second in the metro right now 6 points behind the uh behind the uh capitals where did you where did you see the punch video at where did this come from was this like uh a... it was uh, on the penguins inside hockey uh, the thing that like runs after the games oh okay it All ran right. like yesterday like th- midday too i caught it Uh, They were asking different players on the Penguins which teammate they would punch in the face. (laughs) It's kind of a good question, though, right? Classic, yeah. And we always talk about Sidney Crosby because, you know, Sid is very... He's great. He's the best. But you don't know a lot about Sidney Crosby. Off the ice. No, uh huh? You know he does a lot of charity work. You don't know... You don't know what Sid does on a daily basis outside of hockey, really. So uh, this is Sidney Crosby on which teammate he would... Uh, wait, now is it who they would punch in the face or who they would take a punch from? Who they would take a punch from. Okay, so this is who Sid... If, if one teammate had to punch Sidney Crosby in the face... Yes. This is the teammate Sidney Crosby chooses to get punched by. If they could allow one of their teammates to pop him right in the kisser,
2: who would it be? Phil. Phil Castle, for sure. Uh, he just throws pillows.
1: He throws pillows, Sid says. He would take a punch from Phil Castle." he throws pillows. Man, uh, here is uh, Chris Letang. probably Matt Murray. Oh, uh, I don't know. There's not much weight to transfer in that punch, oh. not much weight to transfer in that punch. Uh, Chris Letang would take a punch <laughs> from Matt Murray. Here is Evgeny Malkin. Uh, here's Gino on who he would take a punch from. Nobody punched my face. Nobody. Only. A nobody punched my face. Probably, I don't know, but my wife. <laughs> but nobody around. Did he just drop a my wife? My wife? My wife? Did he just? He just bore at us there. <laughs> like, I know Gino. You know, sounds different because he's he's Russian. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he really just drop a my wife on us? Uh, Ryan Reeves is probably the person a lot of them would not want to get punched by. Here's what Ryan Reeves said. Which teammate he would take a punch from? Gensel. So I don't think it would hurt very much. He's a popular answer. Yeah, I I would assume so. Take a punch from Gensel. It wouldn't hurt very much. Here is Matt Murray. Probably Jake. Yeah, Jake again. He's probably getting a lot of that, but yeah, I'd say Jake. All right, so then they ask uh, Jake Gensel here. Do you take offense to the fact that multiple teammates have said you?
3: Yeah, it's a little weird, a little <laughs> different. I don't know how I'm supposed to react to that, but I don't know if it's a good or bad thing.
1: Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of teammates just saying that they would take a punch if they had to get punched by a teammate. Uh, Jake Gensel poor is Jake. the most popular pick. Poor, poor Jake, man. But for some reason, Sidney Crosby wants to take a punch from uh, from Phil Kessel, and Gino, I guess, is just going to let his wife punch him. He just kind of tapped out of the whole situation there. My wife. <laughs> I love it, man. I am like, I am so all back in on this penguin season. Like I was paying attention from afar, you know, but like I really took for the Steelers to just be done for me to really just get on board. Like, mm-hmm. all right, let me see. Like who's on the third line right now. Like, where are we at in the standings? I am I'm, I'm all in now on the penguins. Of course, uh, you can listen to every penguins game on the free iHeartRadio app. One zero five nine the x Friday, they're at home. Uh, versus the Capitals trying to make up some ground there and possibly catch them in the uh, Metro Division. Uh, California, they have legalized recreational marijuana. That passed uh, earlier this month. So it's just all the weed you can handle in California now. So what they're doing in San Francisco, uh, according to the San Francisco Chronicle, the city will now retroactively apply California's marijuana legalization laws to pass criminal cases, either expunging or reducing misdemeanor or felony convictions going back decades. So if somebody's in prison for years for selling, just they got caught with a bunch of weed on them. Even if they were selling weed, they just basically could get out of jail or have their sentences really reduced because, eh? Why are you in jail if it's if it's legal? I mean, that's just that's just how it should be. Why are people going to jail for weed? Like it's it's so insane. Well, it's just I, an, it, unless you're like. A drug cartel and, you know, do an awful thing. It's just like people are in jail for a little bit of weed. It is pretty crazy. Yeah. But that's what's going to happen, I think, as more states like legalize marijuana. I mean, eventually, listen, matter of time here before we're all smoking weed in the country, like legally, right? I I believe. Just honestly, a matter of time. I believe so. Might take some time. Matter of time, right? But that's another thing, which is happening in San Francisco now, that you got to think about. All these people that are in jail, a lot of them that just got caught with a tiny amount of weed, they're going to be out of prison. Or to have their sentences get really, really reduced, because why are they in jail if it's legal, even though it wasn't legal at the time. So that's what's going on in uh, San Francisco. Hey, don't the, uh, don't the Winter Olympics start next week? Is it next week? Like, isn't week? opening yeah. ceremonies, like, when is that? Is that next see. Friday? I think it's next Friday. That's just kind of sneaking up on us, right? Like, nobody cares right now, but... You know, you come to me in like a week and a half, I'll be all in on the uh, the Winter Olympics. Uh, yeah, next Friday. Next Friday opening ceremonies. That's on uh, NBC, right? Like yeah. WPXI, like Channel 11. That's just how the Olympics are, though. You're like, yeah, leading up to it. Man, sure, whatever. Man. One day in, you're just like, yes! I'm trying to think of anything I know about the Winter Olympics right now. The only thing that I can even remotely think of. Curling, yes. Of the Winter Olympics. No, it's not curling. Does the U.S. have a good curling team? I doubt it. Like that's that's purely Canadian dominated, right? Isn't it curling? I feel like, I feel like the U.S. doesn't even do they even qualify. I'm sure they're in it, right? Like hockey's going to be weird this year because there's no NHL players. Right, right, yeah, it'll be different. But I like I, I say it'll be. I I don't know if it'll necessarily be worse. It it is, but it isn't for the NHL. Like, in Olympic years, it sucks because, you know, the guys get a big break off if they're not going to the Olympics, and it's just kind of like the season goes on pause for like two, two and a half weeks, and it's just weird. Like, they lose all momentum of the season. Um, And then, of course, you know, somebody could always get injured. So I think like, all right, if they want to grow this sport, it's, it sucks it's a huge worldwide stage, like the Olympics to not promote the NHL, but the, the NHL does a horrible job promoting themselves as it is <laughs> They do, like the, they pe- really do not the penguins and some other teams, but just as a whole, like the league, the NHL overall does a horrible job promoting themselves. Yeah, absolutely. But then I start thinking, like, if they're going to have some amateur players, too, then it might be somewhat exciting. I'm looking at it like uh, it's almost a positive, because then you're going to know, like, the skills and, the, the, like, the names of some really, like, young, up-and-coming amateur players. Um, and, you know, maybe you'll see a couple of more recognizable names when you watch, like, the NHL draft or, or something like that. Or see, like, some rookie doing good for for some team or... You know, somebody in the, in the penguin system or, you know, with the NHL trade deadline, not that far away, you'll see a couple of, you know, names like that. Like, I don't know. Maybe it'll just get us familiar to some players who we have no clue even exist at this point. I'm trying to shine that, uh, no NHL players, Olympic turd. You tried to make it sound good. I, uh, I can't, I can't. I would rather watch like the luge or something than just random hockey players playing hockey. To be completely honest, I I always maybe think, if it's a gold medal game, but other than that, nah, yeah, not really. Yeah, like I think illusion, I, like bobsled are fun to watch. Are they? Yeah, I'm trying to think of what I like. I like to watch the uh the one the I don't even know what it's called, the one where it's just one person on skis, like no poles or anything, and they go down that giant ramp and just hit the, hit one jump. And do like 18 backflips and. I think it's just called ski jump, isn't it? Ski jump, whatever. That's. I mean, that's what it is. <laughs> ski jump. Yeah. Sure. I didn't. I don't know what the hell the names are for any of these events. Uh, I like that one, because either somebody's going to land an amazing trick, or it's just going to be a complete disaster, and you're just going to see ski- skis flying all over the place. That's kind of fun to watch too. Like the figure skating, you can act like you don't like it. I, dude let it be on by the time You're the not winter olympics it off, roll around you'll be telling me all the people on the team you yeah. all their names you'll know anybody from the u.s who has a chance at meddling we will be all over them as soon as the winter olympics start can you name one figure skater at all from the u.s right now i'm trying to think of those two yeah the girl and the guy right yep. yeah yeah I know what they look like, guy has blonde hair. yeah, she has darker hair. E- oh yeah, <laughs> no clue what their names are w- weren't they in the they were in the last winter Olympics, though right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no clue what their names nope, are. No nope. I'm gonna know everything about them though when the uh, Winter Olympics get started. so that'll uh, what opening ceremonies like uh, a little over a week away. Uh, On no, WPXI, uh, Channel 11. Uh, Mikey and Bob, 96, one Kiss. It is the uh, morning freak show. Simon tweets us here: uh, ski aerials. That's what we were talking about with the Winter Olympics. That's what that's what it is when uh, the person goes down the the big hill with like no uh, none of the ski poles or anything and just launches off and does like 18 backflips. Ski aerials. Ski aerials. Yeah, I will never do that. Now, see, I'm telling you, man, we have so many good ideas. The Winter Olympics would be so much more popular than they already are if they had normal people attempt Winter Olympics things. Like, could you imagine a man of your size? No. I mean, even in even in some other sport. <laughs> That's what I want to see in between the actual Olympians... Doing their thing like that's me. judged or scored or timed for the, for the medals. Imagine I'm Russian, and it's a man of my size, and I'm just an ice dancer. That's what I'm all about. Like, in between the serious Winter Olympic competitions, they just have regular people. I don't even know if I want them experienced. Somebody who knows how to stand on a pair of skis mm-hmm. and can kind of ski... Throw them down the ski aerial thing. Let's see what happens. How fun would that be? I mean, it would lead to so much serious injury, but yeah, would you watch? Yeah. Uh, I would. I would. If they told you, right? Like if WPXI ran a Winter Olympics promo that was just like, okay, you know, ski aerials, there's, you know, two from the U.S. in the men's category, and also. A 350-pound Bulgarian man is gonna try his first ski aerial ever. <laughs> I'm telling you, I would I want to watch that more than anything. Opening, closing ceremonies, any hockey, any other thing right there. If all they told me, if they what if they promoted it like it was the biggest thing at the Olympics? You're right. Hey, you're right. Like during the opening ceremony, whoever's doing that for uh for NBC, they're reading, and by the way, make sure you're back here. Wednesday night, as a 350 pound Bulgarian man who can't ski attempts the ski aerial, I, we would all have to watch that live as a country, wouldn't we? As a world, as a planet, it'd be the most viewed thing. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, we have some good ideas. Uh, flamethrowers being one of them. Uh, last week we were talking about like the snow. How we were, Bob, you were sick of uh, treating your driveway because you have a very uh, slanted driveway. You were sick of shoveling. You were sick of salting in the morning. Yeah. And you said, I just want to light my driveway on fire. And then we had a full discussion about how wouldn't it be amazing if you could just buy a flamethrower, which you can. And We didn't know that at the time, though. Do that for snow removal. No, nah, I've never really looked into buying a flamethrower. Some people do it, though. And then we brought up Elon Musk, because I'm, I'm not even joking, two days after our flame th- flamethrower snow removal conversation, he says his company, the boring company, he's got plenty of companies, SpaceX and, and Tesla, he says his boring company is making flamethrowers, or like 500 a piece? That's it. Yeah. I think $500 a piece. He said they were going to make $20,000. He, uh, he tweeted yesterday, flamethrowers sold out. This guy sold 20,000 flamethrowers at like 500 bucks a pop. Like personal flamethrowers. That's why the guy's a billionaire. Just out of nowhere. He didn't even specify what the flame f- f- floor. I am having trouble saying flamethrowers today. He didn't even specify what they were for. I think he said a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. It, it could help you there. Yeah. And then he had to clarify that he wasn't going to make zombies, but I'm telling you, snow removal, flamethrower? Yeah. Why not? Paying a couple hundred bucks for uh, a snowblower. All you need is flames. Elon Musk cornered the market on there. All right, how about this? Winter Olympics, 350-pound Bulgarian man, ski aerials with flamethrowers for ski poles. Two flamethrowers, one on each hand. Are you kidding me? Got to watch bigger ratings than the opening and closing ceremonies right there. Gotta watch. What's his name? Marvin. Harry Marvin the Bulgarian, two flame throwers for ski poles, is going down ski aerials. It would be the most watched event probably in Olympics history. Sorry, Miracle on Ice, you're no longer the feel-good moment of the Olympics. Watch Marvin fly. Oh. Remember, uh, what was the uh, what was the fist in the air? Je- Jesse Owens versus the Nazis. Uh, yeah. Se- yeah. Second place now. Three hundred fifty pound Bulgarian Marvin with flamethrowers ski aerials. Number one best Olympic moment of all time. All right, I'm excited for the Winter Olympics now, especially ski aerials with Marvin the Bulgarian with flamethrowers from Elon Musk's boring company. We're always covering weird Florida stories on the show. Always something happening down in Florida. Here we go. Oh. Attention all listeners of the freak show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes. yes. It happened again. It's, it's another, another Florida, Florida story. story. A man in Florida was arrested after police say he broke into somebody's garage and uh, made coffee. I mean, you take the time to break in the garage just to have a little coffee. Raymond Fur was his name. Ray. Ray Fur. Yeah, homeowner came home, uh, saw that the garage door was open and damaged. They found uh Ray Fur inside, uh making coffee. Mr. Fur, what are you doing in here? Uh they also found a pair of scissors on him in his front pocket, uh upping the charge to armed burglary. They considered wow. it a weapon, I guess. Also charged with criminal mischief, uh mischief and theft. Breaking into a garage to make coffee. Shouldn't he be rewarded for Wearing pants? Um, yeah, you would think. You would think it didn't say he was high on drugs either. Just yeah. broke into a garage with scissors. That's almost like two good checks in the good box. <laughs> trying to ma- trying to make coffee. All right, let's you check kept, some other boxes here. You hold, your pants on, no drugs. Uh, all right, hold on. Oh, we're, we're staying. Attention all listeners of the freak show. <laughs> it's time to travel to
2: the
3: Sunshine State. Yes! yes! It happened again.
1: It's, it's another, another Florida, story. Florida story. Another Florida story. Uh, Zephyr's Hills, Florida. Uh, Zephyr Hill Police Report says 34-year-old Jonathan Bailey was arrested outside a Walmart store. Oh, my. Tampa Bay Times said he pulled his car upside um, a victim's vehicle and swung a sword cutting the man's hand incident happened because um, Bailey had been cut off in traffic earlier he told police he used a machete but only because the other driver was following him aggravated uh, battery with the deadly weapon for him road rage leading to sword swinging in a Walmart parking lot I mean who doesn't just pull out their traffic sword when things go bad seriously who's rocking a traffic sword in Florida see what else we have going on here whoa whoa <laughs> attention all listeners the show. it's time to travel to the sunshine state yes, yes.
3: it happened again it's, it's another florida, florida story.
1: story this is the florida hat trick right it here is. this is trifecta this is indian river county 27 year old lafaney gordon of felsmere florida was uh arrested What'd you do, LaFaini? Arrested on a DUI charge, brought to jail. Uh Uh-huh. She was changing, and a a deputy had her lift her dress. Uh Uh-oh. Go in the jail. She raised her dress. The deputy reported seeing a plastic bag fall to the floor from her privates. Oh, no. Tested positive for cocaine. She was arrested on possession of controlled substance and trying to introduce contraband into detention facility. (sighs) Hiding that cocaine. Whipping a sword out for road rage and breaking into a garage to make coffee. Florida making the show three times, three times, three times. 961. Yes. Follow and tweet the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Uh, Christy tweets us, literally busted out laughing in my office when Mikey screamed syrup nipples. Everyone in my office is now staring at me. At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. <laughs> Mikey and Bob, it is the uh, 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Uh Bethany tweets here, Mikey, share the mic. Poor Bob never gets to talk. Yeah, you mic stealer. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I I mean I just talk. I Bob mean, Bob has a microphone too. I don't turn his microphone on and off. He can talk whenever he wants. I think we have a pretty good show. Yeah, that works just fine the way it is. Sometimes I probably do get going. You know what doesn't sound good? Two people trying to talk over each other. That's true. Wow, you're really going in here, huh? I mean, just being honest. Or shows that have, like, six people on them. Where All trying to talk at once. You don't, you don't even know who the people on the show are? All you just hear is just voices everywhere? Yeah. All right. Well, Bob, like, I run the controls, but Bob can talk whenever he wants. I don't turn his microphone, like, on or off or anything like that. And the good thing is, is that... Um, we don't have any, like, uh, egos or jealousy issues between uh, one another. That's the good thing, too. Uh, we make the same amount of money, too. We have ever since we started. We do our contracts. We do our deals together and everything. So we're pretty even here. Yep. If you ever want to, like, freestyle, though, or anything, Bob, just let me know. Okay. I'll keep that in mind. Or if you ever prepare certain things for the show that, Ooh, like, a you want special, special Bob segments? Like, Bob segment? You- <laughs> You let me know, we'll get that done, man. I just want—I want you to fly, dude. You know what the saddest thing is? though? There's shows that are like that. Well, like that, every shows like le- that. Le- le- like the people on the show like hate each other so much mm-hmm. that like they wait for the other one to go on vacation or something, and then they do their special segments. Oh they do yeah, they, they, do? they do like a separate show than they usually do because they're like, all right, it's my time to shine now. It's my time yeah, to shine. How ridiculous is that? <laughs> how sad? That'd be horrible. Why work with somebody that you don't even like every day? Yeah, I don't know. It'd be a, it'd be a weird situation. I mean, we're blessed and lucky to do what we do because we get to work with each other. But I, I just... Uh, that, well, that wouldn't be fun to walk into work every day. It wouldn't be enjoyable. But I think the problem is, though, that most morning shows have like four or five people on the show. And producers are behind the scenes people, too, and everything. So even no matter where you work, even if you work in like a regular office, if you your team is like, you know, four or five people, you're going to not like at least one of those people or one of those people's not going to be a joy to work with. So you're not going to like at least one, if not more of those people. Yeah, I guess we're just lucky. I know we are. It's amazing, right? Best friends. Um, Our iHeartRadio Music Awards um, officially announced, the performers and everything. We said this is coming in March to TBS, TNT, and True TV. Ed Sheeran, Cardi B, Maroon 5, Camila Cabello, Charlie Puth, Backstreet Boys, and more will be performing this year at our iHeartRadio Music Awards. DJ Khaled Mm -hmm. hosting it all in March on TBS, TNT, and True TV. All the details. uh, If you want to vote for your favorites, 961 kiss.com uh freak show question of the day we do this every day right around uh the end of the show and then tall kathy does it around 5 30 we give you the question and answer right now you got to call kathy around 5 30 when she asks for the answer freak show question of the day today if sydney crosby could take a punch in the face from one of his teammates who would it be this is uh sydney crosby phil
2: phil kessel for sure uh he just throws pillows
1: phil kessel Sid would want to be punched by everybody on the team. You got everybody to choose from. Phil Kessel is who Sid would want to be punched by because Phil Kessel throws pillows. Was that a challenge from Sid though? I I was. That's that's aggressive from Sid. Other players are picking like Jake Gensel. Somebody picked Matt Murray. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, all right, looking for the weaker, maybe skinnier guys on the team. Sid just comes right out. Phil. Phil throws pillows. I'll take one from Phil. (laughs) I don't think I'd want to get into a fight with Phil Kessel. No. Phil Kessel definitely bites. Yeah, there's that angry like badger inside of him. Phil Kessel punches you to stun you, and then he bites you. (laughs) That's his finishing move? Phil fights dirty, man. There's no way Phil Kessel fights straight up. Phil fights dirty. I feel like Phil would fight dirty because he just wants to get the fight over and go home. Like, he doesn't want to be bothered with You're a right. full-on brawl. You're right. Let's get this done quick. Punch in the face, and then a bite, and then just... I was going to say run away, but I don't even think Phil Kessel runs away from a fight. He's just like, all right, I'm done. Uh, so, Phil Kessel, answer to the freak show question of the day. Anything else we got to uh, tell the kids before we get out of here? Uh, I think we're good. Your time to shine if you want to... Uh, oh, man. You got the mic. It's the Bob's yep. segment. Yo, what's up, Pittsburgh. This is cool. All right. The Bob segment continues oh, to wa- Yeah. Friday, Bob segments on Woo! the show where you, Bob, you, know, you must plan out a comedy bit for us. Write it out. I expect multiple character voices, too. Oh, uh, hey. <laughs> oh, God. All right, right, All right. Ryan Seacrest show. Uh, anything else you want to say? No, no. I'm good. I'm Ryan good. Seacrest shows up now. If you miss anything, you can come up on the podcast. See you there. Bye.
0: H.D. Pittsburgh. You
3: are on air
1: with Ryan Seacrest.